Nah, this music's not gonna get anyone excited for the Twippy Awards this weekend and just asking all these people to say tune in like they only have a two-word hey, vocabulary. Make sure you tune in. Twippy Awards, March 27th. Be there. Can't be there. It's a virtual show, Chuck, man. Jeff needs to hire Canada to hype these Twippies. We're gonna do that right now. This is gonna be a Twippy hype podcast. This is how Canada would launch the Twippies with something like this. Oh! This is how you do it, Jeff. I'm not filling out no five-game quiz to win some Twippy prize pack. Uh Uh-uh. No, we're going to talk about why the Twippies is the show that you need to watch this Saturday night, March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is the only pinball award show on planet Earth, all right, that everybody's vote counts. Your vote is going to go to pick the winners of this show. And let me tell you, it's not just one person or 12 people or some panel of experts. 5,000 people from around the globe, from the United States, from Europe, from Australia, from South America, from continents I can't even describe right now, are going to vote for the winners of the Twippies this year, okay? We got Frodo Baggins in the house this year. Maybe he's going to announce a Lord of the Rings vault edition we've all been waiting for. You're going to have to tune in to find out. And who knows what other special guests are going to be in the house. Maybe the man with the top hat and the Les Paul guitar is going to make an appearance. You never know. And this year we're going to have some of the most contested cats categories in the history of the Twippies. It's going to be so exciting. Will Zombietti hold on to his crown as the greatest pinball artist of our time with Ninja Turtles or Avengers? Or will it be taken by Dale Henry Jr. with Guns N' Roses? The first time Jersey Jack Pinball has fully illustrated a pinball playfield. Oh, tune in March 27th this Saturday night and you will find out. We're going to find out who's your favorite pinball podcaster. Probably the most contentious category in the entire Twippies. Will Chris Christopher Franchi take it this year after all of those advertisements saying vote for them? Or will it go to Zach Manny with the pinball show? Or is it going to go to Canada? Will he go four for four? He's already sent some of his competitors into early retirement this week. Find out this Saturday night, March 27th. Canada promises the most epic acceptance video if he wins. And then game of the year. What a year it's been in pinball. We've had some of the greatest themes ever. What will win? The prestigious game of the year. Will it go to the world's largest pinball company, Stern Pinball, that has 90 plus percent of the market? Or will Jersey Jack Pinball take it this year? Will Eric Minier's sophomore effort, Guns N' Roses, dethrone Keith Elwin's fourth effort in Avengers Affinity Quest and take home Game of the Year? Or could there be? Could there be an upset? Could it be Rick and Morty, Ninja Turtles, or Stranger Things? You're gonna have to tune in. 8 p.m. Saturday, March 27th. It's just three days away. Get ready, people. Get ready, people. We need new hype in this industry. When I watch these videos, I feel bad for me. I feel bad that I've spent four years of my life making pinball content, and this is what we're doing. Just have you here. Just tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. No, 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 no. Let's get ready, people. The party is this Saturday night, and here's the best part about it. You can party with Canada when we watch the Twippies this year. Go to my Facebook page, Canada's Pinball Podcast. At 8 p.m., the drinks are going to start flowing, and we're going to hang out. We're going to watch the show. It's going to be an epic time. You can watch in real time as Canada either celebrates or commiserates when they announce the favorite pinball podcast. And we'll watch all the categories together and chat and hang out. Trust me, it's going to be an amazing time. Let's start this show. Ah, 
I'm so excited. It's Twippy Week, and you know that I love the Twippies, and I think in a year in which there were no pinball shows, we need the Twippies more than ever. This is going to be the moment, Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, when so many of us will get to hang out in real time and celebrate the thing that we love, pinball. How can you not be excited and amped for this? I know I made fun of these teaser videos, and yes, I'm a hype man. I would probably use IP infringement songs. No one's going to sue. No one's going to sue a little pinball show for using some licensed music. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. They're not going to shut it down. But look, I'm super excited. I know Jeff and company have put a lot of work into the Twippies this year. I know Emoto has put a ton of work into editing this show, and Jack Danger as the other host, and all the special guests and all the people who have participated, all the companies that have made these games that we're recognizing, all the content creators that created all this content this year for free that you enjoy. We get to celebrate them. We get to celebrate the different pinball locations, the publications, the people behind the scenes. It was so awesome to see all of these individuals in those teaser videos from Stern Pinball and other companies that I didn't even know existed, right? There is more diversity in this industry than we realize. There are many people who work really hard on these things that we're not even aware of. Now, that being said, I'm still going to rag on your game if I think it's ugly or I think it sucks or I think the code is shallow. I don't care what you look like. We're still going to be unbiased and tell you how we feel, okay? It's Twippy Week. I'm super excited. I mean, for me personally, for me personally, you know the Twippies mean a lot to me because it means a lot to me for you, the fans. I know that a lot of you out there support Canada's Pinball Podcast and you vote for me and you want to see the show win. And so I'm super excited to pop possibly take home a fourth Twippy for all of you so all of us can celebrate together. And as I said, join my Facebook Live at 8 o'clock Saturday night and we're going to party together or we will congratulate and still party and celebrate and congratulate whichever pinball podcast wins the favorite pinball podcast. We will also celebrate and congratulate everyone else who takes home a trophy. It is a great moment. I know there's some people out in the world that say it's not about winning. It's not about the votes. It's such hogwash, you know. I'm just going to get on a soapbox for just a couple minutes. If you asked your fans to vote for you, and you made so many pleas for people to vote, and you sent out blast emails asking people to vote for you for the Twippies. And then, how do you pay back all those people who voted for you in the awards show? You turn your show off the week of the awards show? Come on, when are we gonna get back to people just being honest in this world? It's okay to want to win. It's okay to ask people to vote for you. It's okay. But you can't ask people to vote for you and do it so many times over and over again. And then on your farewell message, you say it was never about the votes. It was never about winning. Sure it was. That's why you asked for so many votes to win, people. But you know what? Who cares? We're here doing the show. We love doing Canada's Pinball Podcast. I say we because it's me, Bubba, the family, and the other voice in my head that makes me wake up every week and want to give you pinball content. So here's what we're going to do on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I am going to give you my Twippy predictions, and we're going to go through each category quickly. We don't need an hour to do it, and I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win in each category. There's a scorecard on Pinside. It's great. I'll share it on my Facebook page, and I'm curious to see how accurate 
I can be with my selections. Now, before I do that, I kept getting messages yesterday saying, Chris, did you see the Stranger Things topper? Are you going to do a show on the Stranger Things topper? And it was such a weird question. Like, you want me to do a pinball podcast about a Stranger Things topper? Okay. So I looked at it. So I wrote back to this person and I said, here's my review. It's ugly. That's it. I think it's ugly. I think it's hideous. I don't really care for it. And I'm so tired of the Stranger Things apologists coming at me 18 months after this game has been out or 15 months after this game was released and telling me that now I have to like Stranger Things. Now it's a great game. Now there's a topper available. People, do you forget Stranger Things came out in December, December of 2019. At what point do we say that's old news, okay? So it's another 600-plus topper from Stern Pinball. If you have a Stranger Things, great. But I'm not interested in Stranger Things. I'm interested in Brian Eddy's next game, which is right around the corner. It's going to be a contemporary theme. It's going to be newish. So whatever that means, it's probably going to have a layout more like the shadow. It's going to have an upper play field. I see nobody covering this news. Like how many times does Canada have to tell you what's around the corner? I'm super excited because I think Brian Eddy realizes that Stranger Things was somewhat of a miss. It wasn't a great comeback to pinball. And I don't care what all of you apologists say. I'm not. I am not going to look at these stern releases 18 months later and say now it's good sorry you get one chance in my book to launch a title and look i'll give you three four months to polish the code but don't be like jersey jack with guns and roses code have you seen this lately Jersey Jack Pinball has like daily code updates on Guns N' Roses. And it's like one code update creates a new problem. And then there's another code update like a few days later. I think Jersey Jack Pinball needs to stop like 1.16, 1.17, 1.18, 1.19. And like three days time. It's like, guys, chill out. Why don't we only release new code update when we've fixed everything? Instead of doing these micro code updates, it's annoying people. For some reason too, it's inconsistent how people can upload these code updates. It's like, if your system is a Wi-Fi enabled code update, why is it inconsistent? Isn't that the whole point of having Wi-Fi updates that every user has a similar experience? I don't understand why some people have to go back to USB sticks while others are using the Wi-Fi fix this stuff. Figure it out. Okay, figure it out. Speaking of Jersey Jack Pinball, the rumor I'm hearing now is we might not see Toy Story at all in 2021. And if you start to do the math, I did the math on this. Let's say they got 3,000 orders of Guns N' Roses. And let's say Jersey Jack Pinball is making 50 games a week. And then you have to add in the 500 collector's editions. Do you know how long it would take them to make all those Guns N' Roses LEs? 70 weeks. So 70 weeks, that's more than a year. So I also heard from someone over at Jersey Jack Pinball that they would not announce another title until it was on the line. So the numbers don't work for getting another Jersey Jack Pinball off the ground this year. So I think we might see Toy Story shift until all the way into 2022. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And I keep saying this about Jersey Jack Pinball. They have such a great product. 
They have such a great product. They've raised the bar so high in pinball, but they need to stop trying to win the volume war with manufacturing. It is embarrassing how slow they manufacture games next to Stern. They need to figure out a solution. They either need to get twice as many people making the games, they need to be at least over 100 games a week, or they need to raise the prices and lower the volume and put more into these games. I mean that. And don't for a second forget, they took stuff out of GNR to get the bomb down. They took out a subway. They took out a drop target bank. They took stuff out. But I don't think it changes the game that much. Don't worry about it. Don't be like, Kaneda, this game is still a masterpiece. It is still a masterpiece. I don't think whatever was removed you will miss. But my point being, they can't operate like this. They're almost now like Spooky, where every single Jersey Jack game is an 18-window manufacturing cycle. And that's like a year and a half until you get to the next game. How can you win? How can you win when Stern in a year and a half has like eight, nine titles? The way you beat Stern is you go up market. You go up market. And here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. I think we are right around the corner from Stern machines starting to cost more and more and more. Stern is not stupid. Stern is going to keep increasing their prices. We are going to see more Stern machines cost twelve five. $13,000, $15,000. Stern is also not stupid. What they're doing, and it's smart, and they did it like in a way that not many of you realized. If you take the price of a Stern LE, 9,200 plus tax, then you add on the topper. Let's say it's a $1,000 topper. Then we're at 10,2. Then you add up the accessories they're gonna sell in these games. And then they're going to start adding some internet connectivity. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Before you know it, you're going to look at your Stern receipt. You're going to look at your bill. And it's going to be around $12,000 for a Stern machine where the bomb is around $3,000. And they're not putting way more into these games like Jersey Jack. Jersey Jack did it before. All these games were like $5,000 when Stern saw that Jersey Jack was getting 6,500 orders for Waz. Like, that's how much money they were. Think about it. Waz, with everything in it, was $6,500. Now, now a Jersey Jack game fully loaded is $12,500. But Stern Pinball has rode that wave because they know if they can just get the games out, all of you rich guys will buy it because you can't get over the fact that you really just want to buy stuff because you have money. This nation has turned into such a consumerism nation more than ever before to the point where people are buying NFT artwork for $70 million that doesn't even, it's just a digital file. It's not even a real piece of artwork you can hang on your wall. And this whole thing is exploding. There is so much money being thrown at things that are stupid but pinball is one of them. Don't for a minute think that a pinball machine is a necessity. And Stern Pinball, they're going to cash in. And Jersey Jack Pinball, while they may get the orders, they're going to fumble trying to get these games made. And I think they need to figure out a new system. I hear there might be someone in the production line over at JJP that might be retiring as well. They can't be at the efficiencies that they want it to be at. And every time I see the photos over at JJP, I love watching it. I love watching Eric, but I, you know, you never see, you never see like tons of people making the games. And I'd love to see more of that, okay? I'm gonna go down this Twippy cheat sheet 
and then we're gonna be done, and then we're gonna hang out Saturday night. There's not gonna be a show Friday, so are you ready to do this with Canada? Let's see how my picks align with yours. I am not gonna go through all the nominees. It's gonna take too long. I am just gonna tell you who I think is gonna win. Best Toys and Gimmicks. I think that is gonna be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Best Animations, Guns N' Roses. Best Light Show, Guns N' Roses. Best Call Outs will go to Rick and Morty. Best music and sounds will go to Guns N' Roses, even though I think Rick and Morty deserves it. I just think Guns N' Roses is going to win this like it did in the Pinball Industry Awards. Best rules will go to Avengers because Raymond Davison has a big fan base. I think that wins best rules. Best theme, I think, will go to Rick and Morty. Best artwork will go to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Best layout is going to go to Avengers. The best theme integration is going to go to Guns N' Roses. The game of the year is going to be the masterpiece that is Guns N' Roses. The favorite pinball podcast, hopefully 4 for 4, will go to Canada yours truly. I can't wait, and I hope you get to see my acceptance video if we take it. It's not as long as last year, but I think it's even more fun, and I think everyone who sees it is going to enjoy it. And there's a reason why favorite pinball podcast is the fourth last category, because they know, they know it's one of the most exciting categories. Favorite streamer is going to go to my boy Jack Danger over at Deadflip. Favorite YouTube channel, I think this year might go to TNT Amusements and Todd Tuck favorite mod right favorite mod man i didn't even see all these things i think the favorite mod winner will be the uv kit for stranger things okay favorite pinball publication wow this is like this one i never really understand publication now i want my friend christian larson to win but i, I you know it's hard i don't think many people have seen it I think this is going to go to uh, the Guns N' Roses deep dive by TWIP. I'll just say that. I don't know. I just want to vote for Guns N' Roses stuff. Favorite website, I think, is going to go to Pinside, as it always does, because they have freaking 50,000 people on Pinside. Favorite topper should go to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that's going to win favorite topper. Uh, Let's see. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I think the winner is going to be, I'm, I'm going to tell you who I voted for, Ken Cromwell, because I think he changed the game with pinball marketing, but I think the Rookie of the Year winner will be Raymond Davidson. The favorite virtual event of the pinball year, oh my God, why, why any, uh, I don't know, let me, I don't, I think the winner is going to be the Stern Heads Up Pinball Invitational. Favorite homebrew game, I think will go to Sonic the Hedgehog, because yours truly shined the spotlight on that amazing game that Ryan is making. And the favorite location in pinball will most likely go to Logan's Arcade, I believe, because, again, they have more people going through there. I would love to see Jack Barr, my boy John, win it in New York City. Those are my picks for the 2020 Twippies. All right, I'm super excited. We're going to find out Saturday night. We're going to find out Saturday night. And it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year. I mean, people tried to take away my career because of my pinball podcast. People came after Canada. We had to go off the airwaves for a few months. And for those of you out there, I know that you love this show and you want to see this show win. We also took a lot of arrows in the back. We took a lot of arrows in the back. We didn't fire many arrows. We weren't personally attacking people this year, but we took a lot of arrows. We took the high road. We stayed positive, and we continued to make what I believe is the greatest pinball podcast on planet Earth. And I want to explain why it's important 
for Canada's Pinball Podcast to win because I heard I heard the commentary from the show that bailed out of the pinball podcasting scene this year. And I want to say, look, if you come out and say that the reason why you do pinball podcasting is because it's fun and you enjoy it, then nobody should be allowed to take that fun from you. We are grown men. We are grown men making content about pinball. If you can't handle someone having a difference of opinion than you, then sorry, that's the way the world works. And the reason why Canada's Pinball Podcast is so important for pinball, and it's more important for pinball than just interviewing people who make pinball machines, here's why this show wins. And here's why people love Canada's Pinball Podcast, because this show is rooting for pinball machines to become more masterful. Like I want masterpieces. I want magic under the glass. I want more quality in these machines. I want more theme integration into these machines. I want these companies to give you what you're paying so much money for. And I want you to think twice about what you're doing in this pinball community and in this hobby because it's important and no one else speaks like this. If you interview all these people and you get their key messages and their talking points and you celebrate everything they do, right? You always hear that. Like, we're here to celebrate in a positive way pinball. And that's great. And that's also a ginormous snooze fest if the only thing we do in a hobby like this is cheerlead everything that happens in the hobby. And there is stuff to cheerlead, don't get me wrong. But there is also so much we should be getting at these prices. Like, people forget that. People forget what we used to get in pinball for the prices that these games used to cost. So who's going to stand up for that? Who's going to push these designers to put more into these games? I don't care to hear everybody's story. I want to judge their end product. I will judge this industry on what they put out. I don't care to be friends with everybody in the pinball world. I don't care to be friends with everybody at these pinball companies. I would rather be outside of that circle and give you my honest opinions about each of these games. And we are balanced on this show. There is stuff I love. There's stuff I don't love. There's stuff I love that I fall out of love with, a.k.a. Willy Wonka. And there's stuff that I might change my mind on down the road. That's called being human. But I think people love this show because we fire from the hip we don't hold back, and there is no agenda. There is absolutely no agenda. And this is what's fun about what I do. It is fun to talk about pinball. It wouldn't be fun for me if I had to spend so many hours editing. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. That would burn me out. It wouldn't be fun for me trying to chase down all these pinball personalities and interview them every week. It wouldn't be fun for me. It wouldn't be fun for me to have to hold back what I want to say to you, because I'm worried if I say that, I'm not going to get George Gomez on. If I say this, I'm not going to get Gary Stern on. Because what's the point? What's the point? We know what they're going to say. They're never going to tell you what you really want to hear, that they're making a fortune off of all of you. A fortune. They are putting millions away. And maybe you're like, oh, they deserve it. And they probably do on some level. But man, Man, we are coming to a new era in pinball where the bar has been raised and I can't wait to see what's coming out down the road because we're going to start to measure stuff against Guns N' Roses. That's a good thing. Stern Pinball is going to see Guns N' Roses win game of the year. That's a good thing. Jersey Jack Pinball is going to have to up the ante with Toy Story. Pat Lawler notoriously yanking stuff out of games. He's going to have to put a lot into Toy Story. If Toy Story comes out and isn't loaded, 
If Toy Story comes out and doesn't have great theme integration or assets, that's going to be a huge miss for Jersey Jack Pinball. Now, some people might root for that because that might mean they would rerun Pirates if, if Toy Story sales are not great. But man, what a great time to be in pinball. What a great time to be in pinball. The other thing I would urge is this. I want some of you out there to be the next Canada. Grab a mic. Share how you feel about this industry. You can do it, it's not hard. You get a $200 Rhodes mic, you do Audacity for free, and you just put it up on SoundCloud. It's like what, like 30 bucks a year to host a SoundCloud account. You can do it. I wanna hear more people. I wanna hear more people. Don't get burnt out. For those of you out there in the pinball content world, don't get burnt out. Don't give a crap what other people say. Just do your thing, be you, let me be me, and everybody wins. I missed three years ago when there was such a variety of pinball content. Now it's like, it's like, ah, it's like everyone's lost their mojo a little bit. Let's get it back, people. Twippy, Saturday night. I'll see you there. I feel like busting loose and I feel like touching you.